Hello, everybody. Welcome to this Xbox Live episode 490. I am, uh, 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 sorry. Let me restart that. You can tell I've been gone a while. Hello, and welcome to this Xbox Live episode 490, Moving Vacation. I am one of the hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me today is an empty chair. Hey, thank you, empty chair. So glad you could be here. <laughs> that empty chair belongs to... Uh, Gunny Chief from Horrible Gamers Podcast. And in just a quick minute, I'm going to get Rob, uh, also known as Presar, to jump into the call. So you're going to hear that, and you're going to hear him get on going, oh, I'm so sorry I'm late, and make up a million excuses. And then I'm going to have to mess with the show video and all that crazy stuff because of Rob being late makes my job harder. So now I get to play around with cameras and all sorts of stuff. So, Rob, are you there? <laughs> hey, Rob. Hello. Hello. I hear him. We don't see him. We f hey, Henley's back. Woo! Hello. Hey. Does this work? It works, Rob, but your camera's off, and we are live. <laughs> so Welcome. <laughs> Oh, it's all kinds of fun. So we'll... There he is! Yay! There's Rob! Yay! What's up, Rob? Skype is saving settings. It may take a few minutes. What is the software that you use, Rob, for recording that I would have to use? What? <laughs> uh, the, re the recording software? I know you use it off of Google Chrome. Or do um... you... Or do you use my audio directly from Skype? I use everything from Skype. Okay. So I, I just rip it from Mark. <laughs> Got it. Wow, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun tonight, people. I tell you that. So apologize yes. for for Rob's lateness, but I but if you notice, he's got a new background and he's got a very good reason for a new background. I was rushing to actually set everything up for the show, but apparently I didn't make it. <laughs> you did not. I, I still have cords. My computer <laughs> is about 60% set up. So, uh, anyways, Rob moved. Um, and, of course, the title's Moving Vacation. So Rob got to move over the last two weeks. I went on vacation the last two weeks. And just got home last night and uh, kind of out of it and really don't. Very. This is going to be a weird show because it's like, okay, what do I do? What did we do? How do I make things run? <laughs> Which show yeah. is this? What, what, yeah, what are we even talking about? <laughs> so, but anywho, episode 490, we are here, we are live, and we've got Gunny, a chief from Horrible Gamers podcast, joining us. So, welcome, Gunny. Thank you. Thank Welcome. you. It's you good can, to be good to be back. So you can listen to us live on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube Sundays at eleven PM Eastern Time, eight PM Pacific Time. So and we'll jump into it. Um this could be a very short segment. <laughs> but uh Rob, what have you played over the last two weeks? Oh, a bunch of stuff. So I've played U Haul. I've <laughs> I've played Moving, which gets a double thumbs down. 
And uh, yeah, I'm, I just haven't done anything fun. Well, I take that back. To keep my sanity, I played some Clash Royale, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not much else. Uh, I actually just took all three Xboxes out of their boxes today, out of the moving boxes today. And because uh, I, I finally got to those boxes, and uh, I'll be getting those set up probably in the next week. That should have been the first thing, sir. You know, might have to dock you some achievement points just for not pulling it out first thing. So, well, my whole moving thing, it uh, sort of sprung up on me about three weeks ago. So I started keeping like really good track of what was where in which boxes. I had this whole like labeling scheme. I had a a notebook that, uh, you know, listed like what was in each box. So I had some idea that lasted for like the first day (laughs) and then everything else just went into boxes some were like even unlabeled they're like mystery boxes i have no idea even what's in them and um you know at this point uh i'll just be happy to find the box with the underwear because i still haven't found that one yet (laughs) (laughs) that's an important one my friend that is very important But remember, <laughs> you can always flip them inside out. They are double-sided. A lot of people don't realize that, True. that they do have two That's, sides. I always thinking. <laughs> I know, you know. Good job, good job. Make use of the material you have. Why only use one side? Yeah. I don't get it. So, all right. Uh, I'm going to go next because I was really, I bet you, I think Henley's going to have a lot more to talk about and make this section fun. But um, outside of playing Minivan Simulator, um, over the last two weeks, um, I should ha- I should figure it out. I've driven well over. Of course, I know Gunny's going to be like, I do that in a day, but um, yeah. I think I put on over three thousand miles in the wow. last two weeks. Um, yeah, it was a lot of driving. We were uh, we were actually on vacation for thirteen days, and I was driving five of those days. <laughs> okay, the shortest day. The shortest day that I drove, I think, was yesterday driving home, and we it, we clocked in right at twelve hours. So wow. a, every day was it was between like twelve to sixteen hours each day that we were driving. So I'm wiped, man. I'm I came home last night. We got home at like seven o'clock, and at nine, I was crawling into bed, <laughs> and I slept till like 6 30 this morning and it was just like oh i felt great i slept great but now it's like i'm ready to go back to bed i'm so tired so, right so now. wait <laughs> did you say you got home at seven seven o'clock is that right and you got into bed at nine so it took you two hours to crawl up the stairs <laughs> you were tired well i had to play with my dog i missed him so badly uh-huh. so i had to play with my dog and we had to eat dinner Dogs, right <laughs> my dog I had to play with my dog. <laughs> Only have one, so <laughs> oh, he may okay. make an appearance. I well, no, he shouldn't. I I closed the door, but uh, he's been at my side pretty much since we've been home. So, I think I, I didn't. Missed I didn't know that you had driven out there. Uh, we drove. Always... Yeah, so I drove from. We left here like two weeks ago. Tomorrow, uh, we drove from the Seattle area down to uh, went down to Utah, visit my wife's parents. Uh, dad and and uh, brother for a week then we drove up to south dakota 
we spent a day there to tour. That was kind of the, this was really visiting sick family vacation. Uh, it was just, yeah. that's what this one was about mainly. Um, but we did have a day in Rapid City, South Dakota, where we, we spent the day going to Mount Rushmore, Crazy Horse, driving Needles Highway, seeing the little chapel in the hills, um, just had a lot of fun. It was really a fun day. Um, beautiful area and then we spent the next day driving up to north dakota to see my family and spent the next four days there and then took two days to get back home so yeah lots of driving (laughs) that's that is quite a bit so but the only thing i played in that two-week time span um was i i did i did put i did install i took my surface tablet and actually used it once and it was like the first day, and I played um, Fallout Shelter on it because my game on my Xbox like crosses over and it's on, it's available nice. on Windows 10. And I was like, cool, and never touched it again. Does Jim's never even War broke not it cross out? Over? Does the what? Does Jim's Award not cross over? To your it service? does not. There's not a Windows 10 mm. version. Yeah. But uh, I didn't open it just because I was so exhausted and so tired that the only thing I played was Clash Royale. I played that, I think, every day. And a new game that actually my mother introduced my kids to, and they introduced oh. me to, is called a game called Trivia Crack. And oh, that so, one. Dude, I got the wife, all three kids, and myself are playing. And they're playing with their grandma and lots of work. It's just, yeah, Trivia Crack. And I, I got a note today. I ranked number one this week in the leaderboard. I I'm trying to figure out like what leaderboard. It must be like my just my friends, but it didn't say. It just said congratulations, you ranked number one this week in the weekly leaderboard. So leaderboard of one. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, but, number one is number one, no matter. That's what, right. right. That's right. So, but I think it's probably just like within your friends list. That's I would imagine because I didn't play it that much, but we did play a lot of trivia crack. It's fun, and my kids enjoy it, and my wife enjoys it, even though she's not a gamer. And we had this discussion again this morning. Oh, she was like, "Well, I only played," you know. She's like, "No, I don't. I'm not a gamer. I'm not a video gamer." I'm like, "Wait a minute. You play Trivia Crack. You play. um, I don't know. There's a bunch of other games that she plays on her iPad and on her iPhone, but she's not a video gamer." Wink, wink. Right. Does she consider herself a mobile gamer, at least? No, she no. She's she's like I play a board game now and then, <laughs> and I'm like, well, then you're still a gamer. <laughs> yeah, like, but she she won't admit it. So, but so yeah, Denial. those those are the only two. Those are the only two games I really played this week was Clash Royale and Trivia Crack. But hopefully, I can get some time on the Xbox this week because I miss my baby. I actually booted her up right before the show, and uh, it's like I can tell I got an update because all the pins or the groupings are all jacked up and gone again. I'm not really happy with that grouping because it doesn't work. So, but yeah. every time they update it, it's like, oh, this group no longer exists. Why not? Like, why? Why? <laughs> why do they delete the groups every time? So I haven't had that happen, and I'm. And since I game share with one of my co-hosts, I believe I'm now in the alpha program because I have those groups in it. It's updated, but it's kept all the groups for what I have. Yeah, and maybe I'm wondering if it's because I have two Xboxes in the program 
and I don't know, like maybe I've created the group on the other Xbox, and it, I don't know, it, it still should all be in the cloud, you know, it because I believe if I go, because the July update's now out, so everyone should have this, or should be getting this, so even on my original Xbox that's not in the program, if I boot it up and take any updates, it should have those groups as well, and that should all translate through the cloud regardless, so... Yes. I don't know. It might just be unique because I got two systems on the, the program, and maybe if I created one somewhere and it doesn't cross it's, over, I don't know. Yeah, and it's probably just syncing with the other one, thinking, hey, there's no groups on this Xbox. Let me sync it to the way it was on this one. Yeah, I I have no idea. So I probably just need to do, like, pick one of them, like my X, and leave and just have him do, oh, actually, the X isn't in the program is it no yeah it is i don't know i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> i see groups on it though so i thought it was just the s in my original that i had in the program but I, i'll have to double check i gotta say with the update i i think that's there's two things that are probably one of my favorites is the groups and then i don't know how long it's been on there but it has on the home screen you have y for search yes and you can search for anything. It's comes in comes in handy. Yeah, that is nice. I just got to remember to use it. In fact, I, I started the other day. I was like, oh, let me go over. Oh, wait a minute. I can just hit Y no matter where I'm at. So I hit that. I actually went back to the home screen and then hit Y because I was headed to the store. And I actually like, let me, let me go back. Went back to home, hit Y, boom, searched for a game. There it was. So super nice feature. Yeah. I think Rob fell asleep. No. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out this trivia crack stuff. <laughs> uh, and my kids are... So there's... Let me give you a quick... Not to go back on the mobile gaming. I know we need to get into Xbox. But my kids are upset that... Yeah, there it is. That I bought the game. So I bought the ad-free version. And they, that oh. actually... They didn't like that because they were able to watch ads to get more coins or hearts yeah. or something like that. And I'm like... I watched one of the ads that they were watching. They were showing me the game. I was like, that's not necessarily an appropriate ad for my young oh, daughter. <laughs> so, but then they're complaining. I can't watch ads anymore. I'm like, who wants to watch ads? But it gave them extra life or something. So, yeah. But, so, anywho, but Henley. Yes. What have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of Xbox games lately. Um, oh, we can't have that on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought, what a better opportunity. I've been playing. I'm, uh, I'm jealous. And you know what? I'm jealous that it's still light outside by you. Yeah. California time, you know? <laughs> so I've got probably uh, 40 minutes of light left. There you here. go, Rob. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Being so close to the ocean, too. Uh, but I did play State of Decay 2. I think I started a playthrough on 4th of July. And actually, because my previous playthrough, I somehow just didn't know. I had played State of Decay 1, but I think going into State of Decay 2, I was, wasn't was exactly sure. I was really rusty on just exactly how to get as many community members as I wanted. And so I ended up down to like two people. I thought, oh, man, I'm not going to continue on with this playthrough. So... Uh, deleted that, started a new playthrough, 
And yeah, I feel like I've got a better place of where I start and I'm able to find more vehicles. I don't know if they just added more vehicles to it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm finding a lot more resources and just trying to, and just figuring things out, um, you know, more to the game to help me, you know, progress further. And yeah, I downloaded the, what is it? The latest independence pack. I think it was like $4 50 cents. Okay. And yeah, you get like, uh, you get some weapons. I haven't actually called in, uh, for any of the weapons drops, but I think it drops like certain packs. Like one of them is it'll have like some fireworks, uh, I forgot what the other ones were, but they were like something to attract the zombies to your location. And the other one was, which was pretty cool, was you can actually put, like when you're driving in your car, and if you want to use the horn, the horn button, it'll drop this big chunk of meat out the back. <laughs> and then the zombies go after that. Nice. It's, it, it's pretty funny. It's uh, I was like, okay, good. Uh, if, especially if I have one of those, the zombies those... go after that. Nice. It's, it's, it's yeah. pretty funny. It's uh, I was like, I was hearing myself there for Sorry. a second. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah, I forgot the name of the the big ones. I want to call them bulkers, but um, I'll think of it in a minute. But they're they're the big giant ones that you could just takes forever to take down. But I've been I've been avoiding those things at all costs. So, and I haven't had any come up to my base yet, and I'm probably about six hours into that one. And. One of the things I find that it's a lot easier is once I go to a community and they're like, hey, help us, uh, give us a bag of food or take us over here to, um, you know, f find this one item that we're looking for. And then once you get them on your list of where they're neutral, I think, or they have to be friendly, then you can go in and recruit them. Um, so I'm not exactly sure, like at one point I was able to recruit all of them. And they were all just kind of ran towards my base. Uh, because if you have a follower with you and you, you go to a base and it'll say, it'll give you the option to enlist that, that friendly survivor, but they won't follow you if you're, you could only have one follower at a time. So hmm. I kind of feel like it forces me to go out by myself and do that. Um, but having another survivor with you will, you know, help you if you're going to, like take out a zombie plague or something like that. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely having fun with it. So going to continue playing it. Not sure how far you've made it, Mark. If you've been playing uh, this at all. It's been a while. I got, I really liked it to begin with, but it, I don't know. It seemed to have ramped up and got really hard, really fast. And like, I can't keep my people alive and, I ended up like having more fun in co-op, but it's like if your people aren't healthy at your own base, like your own people, then you can't bring them into a co-op game. You know, it's like all that crosses over and it's like you, and I didn't like the fact that you had to leave a co-op game to go get a different character. If that character got too tired and if the person's game you were in, they didn't have the resources to heal up and stuff like that. You had to go back to your own game and I'm like, this just kind of blows. Oh, so, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, and I, but I think that's feel like that's part of the, <clears throat> you know, the difficulty or I don't right. know, part of the game where 
yeah, I found that too, where I'm like, how long have I had this person? Okay, they're going to be getting real tired real soon. So I may want to go trade them in to uh, take over another person so that I can go out and take care of the task that I want to do, whether it's getting food or medicine or completing a mission. Right. Um, you know, because you're earning these different, uh, I, I even forgot what they're called, points or stars or something like that. Reputation, I think, is what it is. Yeah, reputation. And... Yeah, so one of the things I did at this first base was it, it kind of gives you in the top left-hand part of the screen where it'll say, build a garden. But I think that's optional. I think you can kind of do what you want because I thought, oh, maybe this game I have to build a garden. So I went and built a garden. But before that, I had had a watchtower in front. And I've only got three spots in the whole base. And, of course, I'm like, duh, I have to have a medical place to, you know, to create medicine and... Um, you know, things like that, but it, uh, it kind of hurt me in the long run because I'm like, Hey, this will only produce, uh, one food per day, you know, and that's just, everybody's going to starve to death with, you know, just one portion of food or something. Right. Because I found that my weapons, I'm like, wait a minute, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't make any silencers. I can't destroy, you know, or repair my weapons for that matter. It's like, you don't have a workshop. That's like, oh, geez. So Yeah. Yeah, that's like, another thing. It... If you got one in your game and your person you're playing with doesn't have one, you you got to go back to repair yeah. all that stuff, too. It's it's a like, ah. So Right. So it's probably better to say, hey, what do you, you do have the, you know, <laughs> you have the ammo station, you've got the water collector. There's just so many different. It only gives you so many choices. So. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't recommend a garden unless you do have a bigger base. So don't pay attention to the top left you know portion of the screen where it's you know suggesting these things <laughs> um but yeah i'm learning learning as i go so um one of the things i'm pretty happy about is being able to go out and supply to uh gather food i think that was one of the th reasons like these people that you know once they get down to the depressed level and they're like hey we're gonna leave you know there's just not enough food here you know Right. In my mind, I'm thinking, go ahead, get out of here. I don't yeah. need you. <laughs> One less mouth to feed. <laughs> Thank you. But other than that, I'm like, no, I want to keep these survivors, you know? Yeah. I want to keep as many as possible. But, um, yeah, it's I like the base management type games like that. So I'm going to continue playing, see how far I can get in this, this one, and find a bigger base. So I'm excited to actually do that, go and get a bigger base. Um. Yeah, now, did the, you pay for the game, or did you get this via Game Pass? Uh, via Game Pass. Okay. So I did. I did wait patiently for that. So uh, the other thing I played, well, I played it, a lot. It of, was day and date, so you didn't have to really wait. I thought it was. I I remember you talking about. Oh, you can play the three days early if you buy this edition, which I think is going to be with any xbox exclusive game well right? they've been doing that a lot with games like if you pre-order certain bundles you get them like the friday before the, the tuesday release date so but the normal release date was that tuesday and we all got it so yes so yeah i did i did wait until uh i think because i start work on tuesdays so i'm like okay i'm gonna play this i think i played it wednesday or thursday so i'm like i'm so glad i waited you know and didn't pay for it. Thank you, Game Pass. Yeah. Um, but uh, the next one I played was last night was with my co-host Jesus walks a lot, and that's Halo Five. Um, 
that is a that is a tough game for you know for me not being into shooters as much especially something that's you know they do competitions with i think uh yeah it was there's a lot of different weapons in that game because one of the thing we had we had six people in our group um and we played some custom miserably in it but one of them was i think it's 6v6 and you each time you die you start off with two new weapons again so you could have two pistols or it can be a pistol and a rocket launcher it's just totally random um but i think i found that pretty fun because like whoever got the sword or uh whoever got the hammer but yeah i'll definitely go back to that where we as the horrible gamers group are doing a saturday night halo night um so yeah that's been that's been pretty fun but uh oh and i also played uh oh geez now i forgot the name of it but it's um griff ball i think it's called that sounds uh, right yeah so that was the first time i ever played griff ball i didn't play that in in halo 3 or maybe it wasn't around until later but um that was pretty fun because one of the things that uh jesus kept yelling at me because i didn't know that you could actually kill your teammate with the hammer and i was like I was like, oh, sorry, Jesus, I was just, you know, testing it out. But I think I killed him twice with the hammer, and I didn't even know it. So, um, but yeah, once I, not even five minutes in, I was like, oh, I'm kind of getting this. I'm kind of getting this mode. But it was, uh, that was that was pretty cool, because you just get a lot of laughs out of that, just trying to score a goal. But yeah, looks like a like a basketball court, but you've got this ball that you hold on to. And while you've got the ball, you can't shoot with the hammer. You just have to try to make it to the other side and score. So, um, cool. But yeah, I think we did that in a custom game in a private match. So that was cool. We just all, you know, being that everybody knows everybody, it just made it that more fun. So, um, yeah, the, uh, also played, I saw you play in this Mark. Uh, it's called danger zone. Oh yeah. I, I bit on that one. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and this is from those guys from Criterion Games who did the Crash Burnout Crash yeah, burnout. games. But um yeah, so it was on sale. I think it was like 12, 13 bucks and I thought, yeah. "Oh, it's a perfect time to pick this up." Yep. Uh, just from the reviews that I saw. So that first part that you first start out in, it's like, "Okay, you have to reach uh correct me if I'm wrong, Mark, but I think you have to reach $5,000." in order to advance to the next map or area or sequence, whatever they're calling it. Um, Yeah. There's like a bronze, silver and a gold level. Um, I think if you get the bronze, then you can advance to the next track or crash area. That's, that's what it is. And I think each, each metal is by, um, you know, like a dollar amount of how much damage you do. Yeah. So, I could not, I couldn't even get past like the first area. I think it was. And I was like, what is going on this game? I thought this was going to be like super easy until maybe this, you know, till I get to like level two or whatever it's called. Um, but the, um, one of the things is like when you're just going down the track, I thought, Oh, there's no, there's nothing to this game as far as just, you're just right trigger on the, on the gas, on the accelerator. Uh And, it's just a matter of how you crash into those vehicles that once you cause five 
Rex, I think it is, and you can press B to explode to get to the next area. Um, but I think that's what I was doing wrong at first. And the, I just was not having fun with that this game at all. The very but, uh, first track is kind of deceiving because you start out the gate and there's a crossroad and there's a couple of vehicles going. You, you kind of want to get them to crash, but you don't want to crash into them. So you have to kind of slow down and let the first cars go past and then go past them. And you go down to the second intersection and there's a ton of traffic there. And that's where you want to create your crash because then there's a lot more cars. And then as you crash more, you know, yeah, when you first hit them, you smash there and you sit there until you do so much damage or you crash so many cars and you get the smash breaker, you hit the B button, you explode and you can kind of control the direction where your car goes. Um, and I think that I don't know if this is the one that had the buses at the end, but you can go into the buses and try to smash them. And then if you get another breaker, you know, uh, there's also as you advance in the levels, you'll see like power ups um, and you'll see other like crash breakers. You'll see uh, platinum or I mean uh, bronze, silver and gold medals and you get more points if you can take those out. And so there's there's more stuff that comes as you proceed. But I, I'm pretty sure on that very first level, avoid the very first intersection, go to the second one. Because I think it's even the title of it's like something about the second intersection or something. So yeah. even in the title. So it's kind of tricky. And I think it's kind of dirty to put that out right off the bat. Right. But So if you skip that first one, then you should be able to rank up. You'll get You'll see some big cash damage going at the second intersection and easily advance to the next level so and i you know i think i did figure that out after the third time i had to retry and i thought wait a minute there's something hold on a minute okay <laughs> i see the break in traffic because i did see the cars ahead right um but i thought i should have just saw the break yeah okay but i thought well wait a minute what about this traffic that's here initially i know what you're saying now because even um ryan my co-host on the horrible gamer said hey you're supposed to like kind of make them crash but not hit them because right. once you hit them your cars you're like, done it's not gonna yeah, yeah you're almost done you're just not going to be able to accelerate or move the vehicle right until you've reached enough crashes to explode so yeah and if you go if you kind of time it right you'll hear more cars coming and if you go past them, like in front of them, then you'll hear them brake squealing and crashing behind you. So it'll get that meter started. But yeah, you don't want to touch them. You touch anything, then you're done. So, yeah. But, uh, and, and then you got to hope for a smash breaker. So, but it's fun. My, my youngest kid loves that game. He thinks that's just the coolest thing. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, matter of fact, um, I've been, I was playing it this evening before we started the show and, yeah, I'm definitely having more fun with it. Um, and I also noticed that one of the things I found myself doing was, hey, on that first run that I did on, you know, my my fifth, I'll just call them sequences, on my fifth one, oh, there's actually a third, a third line of cars. Okay. I did get the bronze, but you know what? I'm going to keep trying yeah. to cause a wreck at the third one. So I'm trying to figure out without going to YouTube or any kind of help videos i'm gonna try and figure this out on my own yeah there's um, one so, too you'll get to like there's a highway 
and then it's got a break. It's like a raised highway, and then there's a break, and then there's traffic going the other way. So it's like you got to hit and damage enough the first one to get a smash breaker, and then you got to try to hopefully get over to the other lane on the other side of the gap, and then it causes, and then if you, and if you check, if you watch the opening sequence, like before you start playing, it does that like bird's eye view, camera view of the, of the area. So you can kind of see where stuff is at. And then there's actually like below, if you keep going to the right, then there's lower platforms with like a bunch of vehicles just sitting there. So you want to smash break down to them and then hopefully you can smash break over to another platform. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's a lot of fun. And once you get kind of that, uh, taste for it and you're like, Oh, I got the bronze. Okay. Now I want that silver and now I want that gold. <laughs> yeah. That's what I find so. myself doing. I'm like, you know what? Can I just get the silver? I'll be content. Um, <laughs> at least on a, on, you know, I don't want to do that on every map. At least get to that. If I get a gold, Hey, that's, that's even better. But yeah, I don't think I've reached a silver yet. So I think some of it is by chance, uh, by luck, I would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, it's, it's fun doing, it's fun. It, it's to get those challenges. not the greatest game in the world. Uh, so <laughs> we'll, we'll state that out the beginning. Uh, yeah. this is not the best game ever, but it is a fun game to play. Um, and it's good to like, this is like, goes back to where like, my wife and I used to play Burnout back on the original Xbox, and we would sit and just hand the controller back and forth. You know, she, she would play till she got the high score. When she did more damage than I did, then she'd hand it back, and I'd just keep replaying until I busted her score. And we did that going back and forth, and I was doing that with my kids the other day, kind of going around. We were all sitting out there. All, th all four of us were out there on the couch. Everyone was going around. Um, when you get more people like that, then it's probably best to – you get two chances and then move on. <laughs> yeah. Somebody might be sitting there for a long time trying to reach your score and then everyone else gets bored, but it's a fun little couch co-op or a couch competition game like that. So. Yeah, absolutely. And then they're coming out with a uh, crash two here. Pretty, I think next week, actually. Really? Okay. I think Ryan had mentioned next week crash two comes. I don't know the exact date, but I don't know if it's this coming Tuesday or the following. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, I played Frostpunk. I'm sure you've heard me talk about this on the Horrible Gamers. Um, but yeah, and I see this on the Windows 10 store. So I would, that would lead me to believe it's going to be out on Xbox uh, soon, I hope. Um, I feel like it's a good game. It's like uh, Surviving Mars. I know that's right. one of the game Jesus talks about, but... I wouldn't say it's like a city skylines thing. That's different. But um, this one is you start off with a generator in the middle and it's the snow apocalypse. And everybody from London has kind of ventured to this area that looks like the North Pole. Um, and yeah, you start out and you have to gather coal for the for the for the furnace, the generator and gather wood. And you start off with 80 people and uh, it does kind of give you choices at first. Like, um, Hey, do you want to have, we have kids. Do you want to have those kids work, um, to do, uh, certain jobs like work in the kitchen and gather wood, things like that. And you, what happens is if you, if you say yes to that, then you have a meteor that shows discontent 
and that meter, like once it fills up all the way, the game is over. Uh oh. Um, all right. And the other one is the other bar that you have below that is called hope, and you want to keep that bar up as high as possible <laughs> by the choices that you make. So, um, yeah, one of the the other things is uh, part of the game is you know you build tents to keep all the people you know, housed because you don't want them homeless. They will freeze to death because not even after like the first three days, the temperature will be down to like 40 below zero or something like that. Uh, bone chilling cold. But, um, yeah, there's other things that you will do. Like, uh, you know, you'll make hospitals, um, places to eat. I forget what those are called, but eating places. Um, the, uh, other ones are like the, uh, hunting tents, so, you know, you want to go hunt for raw food. So there's a lot of management like that as to, you know, what, how many people you want to send to these different areas for work. Um, and it's, I think one of the things that's difficult about it is like everybody's always starving or always cold. So you're constantly having to manage those things. Um, but yeah, certainly the choices that it gives you. Uh, and what they call the book of laws um, is quite interesting because it'll say things like, uh, hey, do you want to um, keep these people that are injured, you know, in care hospitals or, you know, or have them be amputees or something like that? Um, so it gives you a lot of hard choices. Uh, one of the other ones is like, uh, do you want to put sawdust in their soup to make them feel more fuller? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, ouch, I don't know if I want to do that. But um, so I've tried to avoid doing that because I'm like, that just sounds terrible. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but you will send scouts out to look for other survivors. And um, sometimes you'll find resources and you'll say, okay, bring those resources back, whether they be wood or coal um, or metal. Because I think those are like the three basic things and food as well. So uh, I feel like it's a fairly straightforward game. Um, but I've only made it probably like 15 days in and that's without any kind of real YouTube help or anything like that. So yeah, and it just kind of runs on a 24 hour clock. So people only work eight hours a day. Um, yeah, I'm having, definitely having fun with that. Been playing that on steam on PC. So that's, uh, all I have gentlemen. That's all I've been playing. I'm looking for that danger zone too not seeing it i even did a search and it doesn't come up but hopefully they'll get it added to the store but i'm not seeing it listed yeah ryan said next week and i thought it was august but i'm not sure well i see a story here about it but they're only talking about ps4 launch so maybe it's going there first um, but i do see true achievements has it listed and that's an xbox Site. Yeah, you would think if it was coming next week, it would be uh, on the store. It says release date, 13th of July. But, yeah, we'll have to keep an eye hmm. out for that one. Because so, if it if they get out, I think it, it looks like it's going to be have some stuff outdoors this time instead of being in the test track. So that'll be oh, nice. Yeah. That'll be good. So Yeah. All right. Yeah, definitely. Gives some more environment to it. <laughs> exactly. So, But it is a fun game. All right. Turn that back off. So, Rob, 
been awful quiet, my friend. But before you say anything, <laughs> you, can, you can support us on Patreon by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. We really appreciate all of our patrons. Um, and with Rob and I back, we should be able to continue to do some bonus episodes out there. I think we've only got two so far, but then, then we all went on vacation and moved. So um, we will get that going again. Um, also, you can leave a one-time donation if you wish. Uh, thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate. I mean, you can subscribe to us on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. All right, Rob. I know, I know your favorite game is Fortnite, and uh, I know you're real upset that you can't play against PlayStation gamers and whoop yeah, their butt. But yeah. uh, you know, I don't know if you've heard the latest. Seems as if Sony is not getting involved in this and keeping the PlayStation gamers out of cross-platform games not for their security not for um, uh, what do you call it um, integrity of their network but because they want money <laughs> they want to get paid Sony wants to get paid they do not want somebody to be able to buy a game on an Xbox or a Switch, Nintendo Switch, and be able to play against people on this PlayStation Network. They want money. That's what it comes down to. Uh, former head, former head of Sony Online Entertainment, John Smedley, has suggested a reason for the Fortnite crossplay block. It could simply come down to money. In response to a video on the crossplay block by uh, Kind of Funny's Greg Miller, Smedley tweeted, "If we keep up the pressure, the problem goes away." Smedley then went on to claim that while he was at Sony, the historical reason for denying crossplay was stated as being financial. So, what do you guys what think they, of that? What they have too much money from selling a bajillion consoles? Yeah. Well, I. They're greedy. <laughs> they are. I don't know if it's you know, but they but they do crossplay on between PC and Android, something like that. I don't know if that's Rocket League or if that's also Fortnite, but you could also buy those items on PC. So to me, it doesn't sound like money. It just sounds like, I don't know, they don't want to play nice. You know, they just don't want to cross play for some reason. They're just not saying what it is. The actual truth, I think. Yeah, it's like they got some beef against Xbox because, like, hello, PC, cross play with PC is still cross playing with Microsoft. Yes. And I would think if if it wasn't if it was a a beef against Microsoft, then why would you allow cross play with with PC? If it's financial, you wouldn't allow any kind of cross play. Um if you did allow it and you were you know, you were concerned about security of the network, I would think you'd want to be with uh, a Switch or the Xbox because you know, knock on wood, their networks are probably more secure than your own, Sony. Uh, yes. But they're a lot better than PC, for crying out loud. So it just doesn't make any sense. Um, I, I truly believe that the execs at Sony just don't get it. And, you know, they're they're the top dog and they don't care. So they don't, they don't have to care, you know. And then with the right. next generation of consoles comes out, and if they end up being 
in the losing spot, then all of a sudden they'll be wanting to do all this stuff. You know, correct. They'll, 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 you know, they try to play it off like they're for the gamer and they're really not. Um, I think, you know, I don't know. Okay. So all three of us, we live in different areas of the country. Um, you know, Rob's out there in the Midwest, like some chump, you know, and, and Mm -hmm. Henley and I are smart people and live out on the beautiful West coast. And, um, and I, I think he's smarter than you, though, because he's living in a warmer area. He's in California. <laughs> <laughs> he is not smarter than me. <laughs> and I'm going to get more hate mail on that one, too, and, I'm sure. And, and and a more expensive area, I would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, but, like, isn't yeah. E3, like, across the street from you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not quite down in Southern California. I'm in the Bay Area, but still, like, probably Southern California prices. It's yeah. all connected by highways. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyways, back to Sony. Um, it's just, you know, this whole thing keeps going. And I, I think if they keep fighting it, I think it could turn out to be a negative thing for them, especially if these types of stories turn out, they keep coming out. Um, I, you know, I, I got nothing against Sony. I don't prefer their platform. I don't, you know, they do got some great games on their platform and I'm not going to, you know, obviously say that they don't because that would just be, that'd be, be me being stupid. Um, you know, if a smart person is going to admit the truth, um, they got some great stuff, but they need to, they need to come to the table and do this cross play because Sony doesn't have to do a thing. And they've already proven it with Fortnite and Rocket League that it can be done with no, no need of anything from Microsoft or, or, or Sony. Uh, Microsoft and Nintendo are open for it. It's about time for Sony to get on board. Yeah. yeah there was a cool article on Windows Central a couple of days ago. Uh, it talked about crossplay and it touched on a couple of things that uh, I really hadn't heard discussed a whole lot before. And uh, they said in the article that um, it says during E3, it emerged that players who had connected their PlayStation network accounts to Fortnite were forever locked to that platform despite being able to shift, you know, with Switch, Xbox, PC, uh, to roam with their progress to any device of their choosing. And Backlash continued as Fallout 76 developer Bethesda revealed that it was interested in crossplay, but can you guys guess what happened? Sony (laughs) said no. Yeah, Sony prevented it. Sony was preventing it from happening. And... Um, uh, they said they closed out the article saying ultimately Sony's decision to block crossplay is a necessary financial one. If the company enables crossplay, it would remove a huge purchase incentive for millions of players who typically buy whatever console they need to play with friends. But if more and more people simply choose to avoid the PlayStation platform to ensure that they'll be able to roam to other devices in the future, Sony could end up having no choice but to relent but so, also rob i just want to interject yeah. here and say yeah. and i'm just thinking off the top of my head could couldn't epic kind of step in and to the consumer and say okay we'll unlock your oh, maybe they couldn't maybe they couldn't unlock your ps4 and kind of transfer that over to the switch would that be okay? Maybe that wouldn't be okay with Nintendo or Xbox. You know what I'm saying? Like, can I carry over what I've bought from PS4 
you know, kind of unlock me from there. So I don't have to like start a new account on the switch. Um, maybe that would just complicate things more on Epic side. Right. Cause Epic yeah. is just going, sorry. Well, that's too bad. Well, they probably can't start because of licensing and agreements with, you know, Sony's the one that said, Hey, they can't play. If they log in, it's locked to us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, Epic, Epic has no, there's no gain or any of these developers to lock to a certain platform. And they're all from seemingly from what we hear, they're all looking to having more of an open environment. It, it brings more gamers it, together. It's like, I don't, when I'm sitting there playing, I don't care what platform someone else, it never crosses my mind. Ooh, what are they playing on? Yeah. You know, who cares? I'd rather just get on instead of seeing, well, there's a thousand players on. Well, oh, there's two or three thousand players on because there's a thousand from each network. You know, that makes for right. better games, more options to, to meet new friends, to have new experiences. And, you know, but Sony doesn't want to play. They, they don't want to play in the big pool. That's it. Yeah. And so I, I guess, you know, for developers like Epic, the issue comes down to like, okay, the number one platform is, I think, PC. And then number two is probably PlayStation, just because of in the console generations. So number two is, is that. And then I'm assuming three might be Xbox. I don't think. Switch might necessarily be there, but you know when you're dealing with such huge numbers, you sort of almost have to take it. You know what I mean? It's sort yeah. of like you just have to deal with them. Yeah, and I think also, you know, I've heard both sides. I've heard middle of the road uh, opinions, but one thing I haven't heard, and I've talked about this on the Horrible Gamers several times, is that I think one of the things I think it would take for Sony to really listen and come to a, you know, a firm decision is from the Sony community, uh, the gamers themselves, right? Because I know the Xbox community. Uh, I follow them on Twitter. Um, I, you know, I listen to their podcasts. I follow them all. I don't know much about the Sony community, you know, as far as, you know, what they're, stances uh, i'd love to hear from them you know what they think and you know uh maybe they can raise a stink about it and just say look you know we can want to play with other people on other consoles right x being xbox so yeah i think it would take it that's what it would take can't we all just get along <laughs> apparently yeah. not. apparently not all right well the next the next bit of sad news, I guess, depending on how you look at this. So do you guys remember E3 20... What, is it? what are we in? 2018? I think it was 2016 when they... Yeah, it had to be. When they announced the Scorpio, the Xbox One X. And do you guys remember yeah. a specific reveal trailer with the Mr. Todd Howard talking about the Xbox One X, specifically about VR? Yes, I do. So I do remember that too. And they stated that 
you know, the Xbox One X is going to allow true VR. And, you know, we thought that we were going to see a Fallout VR experience. And, you know, we were like, Todd said it. Well, Microsoft does not have any plans to bring virtual reality to its Xbox consoles. The company previously mentioned the plans, uh, but uh, never really got to see VR actually running on any Xbox One one device plus the company quickly corrected itself about bringing vr to the xbox shortly before the announcement of it at e3 2017 okay so i guess it was last year that can't be right did we just get these things last year i guess we did like last november right um while microsoft continues its investment in windows mixed reality the company recently confirmed in an interview that it is not bringing vr or mixed reality to the xbox Microsoft thinks PC is probably the best platform for VR and mixed reality, despite talking about wireless VR for consoles earlier. So what do you guys think about this? I think uh, that Sony kind of owns that space. Uh, whether they're successful or not, I don't know. But, I mean, ultimately, I, I'm i not sure why they just want to cut out, you know, or not bring that the why they didn't want to bring it to E3. I was not predicting it because there was no talk about it whatsoever. Um, but maybe they don't see a market for it, you know, that it's not, it's not, uh, taking off like it should be. So what do you think, Rob? No. Well, oh, about which part about, what they said back then or what's going uh, on about VR them officially basically saying VR is yeah. not coming to Xbox. Do you care? So, <laughs> I mean, so from uh well, for me personally, I don't think it matters a whole lot because other than like a gear VR, I don't have any equipment and I don't know if I'm ever going to anytime soon, but as far as something that, Microsoft needs to do. I mean, they took some gambles in the past on the Kinect, and they they really need to work their butts off to regain the market share, regain foothold in, let's say, dominance or you know, a key player in the console wars. And then this is just. If the VR thing is a flop, like the Kinect, it's just going to be like, hey, this is another thing that Microsoft screwed up with. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and they're a company that just drops stuff left and right like a hot potato. You know, Zune and, well, Kinect. <laughs> and all sorts of others, you know, all sorts of other products. Right. Groove and whatever, oh, Zune before that. And... You know they're they're all about making money. So if they're gonna dump a ton of development into stuff, they they need it to pay off, and they're better off just doing it into the games. Really, you know, as much as I would love to sort of see some successful and really cool VR titles, you know, it's it's gonna be hard to get some like people. I'll say are cheap enough to not want to spend three hundred dollars on a console. Right? Are they gonna want to buy three hundred dollar glasses to? Or goggles to, nope. to you know play with their consoles. Now, you know that that is a different story. I, I think with the PlayStation because there's a ton of Playstations and a lot of people did buy the PlayStation VR. Right? I mean, I don't. I, don't, I thought I heard the numbers were fairly significant uh, sales wise on those things. Yeah, I thought they've sold over a million headsets. Yeah. yeah. 
but, yeah, but, but out there, of like, 80 million consoles is that a lot that's i don't think that's a yeah. lot is they rec- recoup their cost and make a profit out of that i mean yeah what's their profit margin on that i wonder yeah and so and then you've also got to get developer buy-in and are they going to because of what happened with the connect you know i i remember we saw so many things with the connect or maybe back when this was project natal you know they showed all this stuff like you could stand there and you, you you're holding your gun you know your virtual gun and you're doing different things to like switch out parts so, you know we didn't see any of that right and all we saw was the goofy you know kelflings game and the whatever those those sports ones were I connect sports yeah, yeah connect, connect sports, sports. And all it was was like, okay, you jump so your raft goes down the. What? No. Lean to the left. Lean to the right. Yeah. Yeah. That was somewhat fun. I don't know. For a minute. For a minute. (laughs) That's it. Tired. Yeah. It's. I mean, I love the connect, but only for the voice commands. That's. I still have mine hooked up, and I still use it, and it kind of saddens me to think, wow, the next box won't have voice command. Like that's going to be tough. It's like. You're taking away something I like. <laughs> yeah. But I can do without VR. And I honestly feel that I don't think there's a lot of VR development, even on, even though Sony's got some stuff. My understanding is a lot of the items are short experiences. There may be a level in a game that has VR. Um, I don't think there's a lot of full-on VR games outside of, was it Resident Evil 7, which... Ooh, right. I've yeah, heard that that's freaking that... scary, and I've heard that's really good. I would never do it. <laughs> it's like, no, no. way. <laughs> but I, I do believe if Microsoft were to bring this to the Xbox, you'd see a lot more developers do it. Because, But right now, it's like, okay, you got a million people on PlayStation. You've got, I don't know how many on PC, but that's it. There's a small market out there, so there's not a lot of incentive for these developers to... To, you know, make VR games. Um, it, it has to get a lot. It has to be in a lot more people's hands before they're going to start to do it. Mark, you think also, and you too as well, Rob. Do you think maybe they didn't show it this year because it may not run on an Xbox One or an Xbox One S and only run on an X? That's something else we didn't think about as well. And maybe maybe next year they'll say, "Hey, this one'll," you know. We're going to go to the next level of Xboxes or something. This is going to be the new, um, you know, not the next iteration, I, but I don't think so. Something. I think it, if they do it, it'll come in 2020 on the new new hardware and it'll have wireless headsets. Because I think that's a big thing, too, right. is the cables get in the way. They create a, an issue and they want to do it like cable free. They want wireless, but you're going to have to, you know, have some pretty beefy hardware and be able to, to do that. Um, I, I, maybe in the, maybe in the new set, maybe in Scarlet, we'll see that, but I think we absolutely will not see this at all on the current Xbox family or just Hmm. maybe push it into the new stuff, but, or I don't need, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not even there because it still seems like a fad to me, you know, like motion games and stuff like that. One of the things I... One of the things I hear from PC gamers, and again, this is just podcast, not personal, close friends. Um, and I wish Jonathan Winbush was here to actually help me with this one. But 
uh, I feel that they say, well, I disconnect it and then I kind of throw it off to the side and, you know, where PS4 players, you know, it's like, okay, I might disconnect a couple of wires, but, you know, kind of leave it on the table where I can see it. So, I don't know, maybe it's just doing so much better on PlayStation than it is on uh, PC. And Jonathan's got a biased viewpoint on it, though. <laughs> He's very pro VR and uh, and that's cool. And I yeah. hope to... We may have to get him on again sometime, uh, especially if is the the new Xbox. We get some information on it if if they're hinting at VR on that. Um, we'll definitely have to get him back on because he had a lot of great info when he was on here before. Yeah, and he he will put up a Facebook post, which I'm very intrigued by. Uh, him running the Unity engine, and I'm like, yeah. what's going on here? What is he? That is cool. That is very cool. Yeah, he was doing. wasn't he building his own VR game? I believe so. I, I believe that was a level in the game he was designing. I was looking at that on my phone when I was traveling, so I didn't get to really dive into it. But uh, I was like, that. yeah, I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. So, Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's move to the next item. Um, just quick blurb on this, these next two that I've got. The Halo TV series is still coming, but it is going to Showtime as heard about this a long time ago that it was going to be a showtime release um showtime has ordered okay if the page will stop 10 episode season which uh will be released in 2019 so if you have showtime you'll get to see the halo series if not we'll probably have to watch it uh an hour later on youtube <laughs> yeah somebody will somebody will put it on there or you can get it on one of those programs which I can't think of the name right now, but it's even on Windows 10. <laughs> like a Cody or a Plex. Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So that's oh. coming in next year. And then also the Inside Xbox. Uh, that's a show that they do. Uh, I think they've been doing it once a month. July 10th, which is what, in two days? This Tuesday, yeah. re- Tuesday. it returns. And this will be at 12 p.m. Pacific time, uh, is when they go. Uh, live they're going to do some interviews with forza horizon 4 we happy few earthfall latest uh, news on xbox game pass a special story from the xbox live creators program um, a couple of secrets under wraps so but uh so that's some of the things that will be in this week so it'll be nice to see them not talk about that pirate game (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so, all right, that's what I got. How about you, Rob? I just got a couple quick things to add. Uh, first thing is there's some rumors um, from, oh, where was this? This was uh, from Express from out of the UK about uh, the, we talked about this before, Elite Controller 2. Is yeah. being worked on by Microsoft. Supposedly, um, looks like they said Windows Central also provided some info on this. Um, it's codenamed Spider, and it'll have a couple more features compared to the first, well, I'll say Gen 1 Elite controller. Uh, they will be including USB C charging. And uh, that'll function with a locking charging dock. 
whatever that means. Also, there's tension control that's going to be added for the joysticks, which allows people to reconfigure how much resistance is applied to each stick. Uh, also, they're upgrading the trigger lock available on the Elite controller, um, hoping to boost it to a three-stage trigger uh, lock system and uh, possibly a couple more things. So, you know, we kind of talked about this, uh, I don't know, a couple months back, I think, or yeah, maybe that was our E3 or the 2018 show, you know, predicting what's coming. But it uh, looks like that this is happening. Not really a huge surprise because I think uh, the Elite controllers kind of fallen by the wayside. So it's about time they update it. And I hope they fix that goofy problem where the controller just moves up all the time. like The drifting, the drifting stick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I haven't had that happen in uh, since I've gotten the X. So I'm not sure if it is the controller because I'm using an Elite, an elite controller. Yeah. Uh, on my X. So yeah, mine started. Console. Yeah, mine started drifting on the X. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we went reverse. Mine was yeah. on like day one Xbox One, and yeah. So we should switch I, controllers then, maybe. <laughs> yeah. See if see if that fixes the problem. Yeah. Hey Rob, if you would humor me, uh, if you get yeah. a chance this week, plug your Elite controller into your X, and go into your devices and like. Um, See if it needs an update, and if it doesn't, recalibrate it. And when you recalibrate it, make sure you've got it sitting on a table and don't touch it. Yeah, um, I know a lot of time. I think I've had that problem once with my regular, but I was holding it in my hand, and then it didn't quite work right, and I redid it, and I set it down, and then it worked just fine. So it could be a calibration is off or something. but Yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I remember messing with that, but... I think the problem I was having was that it wouldn't do the calibration without an update or something like that. But hey, it's different times now. It's yeah, a couple months later, maybe give it a shot. You know, I, I'll, yeah, I'll <laughs> definitely give it a shot. And the other helpful tip too is, I think I had to do this as well, is you may have to tinker with it. And what I mean by that is, it'll come in, it'll be plugged in, and it'll say this controller's up to date. Well, unplug it from that USB port and plug it back in while you're on that same screen. Uh, and it may just be that it is updated or it may recognize, hey, you need an update. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I'll give it a shot. Actually, now that I found my Xboxes, I need to see if I can find my controller. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Might be in the same box, probably. <laughs> okay, so um, Elite Controller 2. The other thing was... Um, Looks like Microsoft has reached out to some developers and according to The Verge, they say that the mouse and keyboard support is coming later this year. So that's something that they've been talking about for quite a while. I guess they're working with a Razer to enable the lighting support that's on the Razer keyboards. And um, so it's good news for a lot of people that at least play at a desk as opposed to a sofa. And, uh, you know, you can really own people or own people in some of these in some of these games. But I wonder how they're going to do that, you know, just because, you know, the controllers have, 
little bit of like aim assists and various other things. And, you know, I think a lot of developers are going to have to build support in for the keyboard and maybe tone that stuff down. Um, maybe by selling um, first-party hardware, you know, such as the yeah. keyboard and mouse. Because you can go out and buy a mouse that's, you know, $150, and it'll do all of this in turbo mode, um, mm -hmm. where, you know, a basic one from Staples, well... You know, I can use that one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can definitely see a, a a proprietary keyboard and mouse from Razer. Oh, we'll here, uh, here Microsoft says uh, Microsoft is uh, actually uh, they say Microsoft is allowing developers to detect whether a keyboard or mouse is present on the Xbox One, and games could potentially only match keyboard and mouse users with similarly similarly equipped players. Balancing games will be down to developers, and Microsoft is offering up all the tools to ensure games can be implemented with the proper support. Um, also, they're going to support a variety of USB mice, including ones with wireless dongles. Uh, Bluetooth and custom mouse drivers won't be supported initially. Hmm. Um, so maybe so, certain games that, like a like a Gears of War, or the new next Halo or something. I don't know if they go into any kind of back catalog and allow that. Mm -hmm. And you know, and also the other thing would be, um, me as a controller user, could I play the Call of Duty? Um, you know, also with somebody who's on mouse and keyboard, would they kind of separate that, or how would that work? You know. Or even yeah, yeah. another one, great one would be Rainbow Six Siege, where it's very precise, or you can be very precise with a mouse and keyboard. So, be interesting to see how they that all works out. Yeah. Yep. So we shall we shall see. All right. And I believe that's all I've got. Oh, and uh, that fast start feature is uh, you know so that's rolling out with uh, the new updates. Here in July, and I just wanted to make mention of it, and I, I thought this was kind of neat because you know we've had that feature for quite some time, where you can start playing a game before it's fully downloaded. Right. I mean, I think that's been around since day one, hasn't it? Or yeah. pretty close. Yeah. So, the thing that I like about the fast start feature is that. If you go into, I think it's the queue section where you see where the download is, it actually shows you your progress of the download and where you can start playing. So it's it's a nice visual. Whereas I don't remember if before you could actually tell. No, it was not there. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, it just sort it just kind of like let you launch it because i vaguely remember on on this one game where it like let me launch it but then i couldn't play it and then i kept trying and then finally it let <laughs> me play it you know so it's kind of like trial and error yeah well it would it tell go. you when it was ready to start before yeah or ready but, yeah ready to start maybe it, it, was, it was ready to bring you to the start menu yeah. to show the start icon flashing 
<laughs> and that's, that's yeah. as far as you can go. Yeah. So I, I thought that was a, a cool, cool thing that they added. That is. That is pretty cool, especially if you want to play multiplayer uh, at 12.05 a.m. in the morning and you're <laughs> raring to go. So, yeah, I can see that being, you know, I can see the fans already clapping over that. Yeah. All right. Okay, that's, that's all I've got. All right. Here we go. Okay, Rob, I saw you shaking your head, so I, you haven't heard me rant in a while, but I, I have... to pop into the song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is a cool song. So I'm going to I'm gonna get a little rant here at, uh, at one of Gunny's fellow podcast hosts from Horrible Gamers, and that's Jesus Walks a Lot. They were You guys were talking, I think it was about two weeks ago, um, about Crackdown 3, and Jesus was like... Nobody wants this game except Wingman. I've never heard anybody come up and say, we must, Microsoft has to make a Crackdown 3. Jesus, you have spent too much time in the Sony forums talking with the with the Sony ponies. You need to extradite yourself from the Sony fanboyism world and come talk to Xbox gamers and talk to those people that have played Crackdown and Crackdown 2, and they will tell you, yes, we need a Crackdown 3 because it's an awesome, fun game. So you are wrong. This game needs to be made. It needs to be great. It needs to look awesome, and I hope it will do all those things, and I hope it will release, even though it's been delayed a bajillion times. But, um, yes, this game needs to be made. So in your face, Jesus Boom. <laughs> Mic drop. Uh, all right. So, But I I was going to say just, oh, go ahead. No, what? I was going to say really quickly to defend my co-host. Uh, oh, we can't allow that. that. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this before the show, and I said, and I had even said on the show, and I don't regret it, Mark, and that is that from what they showed at the presentation, I said, oh, man, that, because it was just our quick reactions to, our show during the E3 presentation, I said that uh, it, to me, it looks like Saints Row 4, just from what they've shown. And just to kind of add more salt to that wound, but but I will say that they did show more, uh, I think it was later that day, or it was even the next day, where they showed more Crackdown 3, um, and it actually looked pretty good, I will say. So there was a lot, lot more gameplay. But just from what they showed at the presentation, I didn't care for. I, I will say that. I didn't either. Uh, I, I guess the Terry <laughs> Crews, I think is his name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just way over, the, just screaming the whole time. And I thought, you know, I love you, Terry. Um, <laughs> great personality, but my gosh, tone it down a bit. <laughs> no. So. All right. Well, we'll see. Either way, it needs to be made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Rob, you want to run us through the announcements? 
Absolutely. All right. Um, let's see here. Okay, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can uh, go to thisxboxlife.com. And the right side, click on send a voicemail. You can leave us a voicemail up to, I believe, 90 seconds in length. If it needs to be longer, just send us more than one. Each time less than 90 seconds. Or you can record an MP3 using your device of choice. And then email it over to us at contact at this xboxlife.com. Where you can also send us questions and comments and all that other good stuff as well. Uh, we're also on Twitter at this Xbox Life. Uh, dot com forward slash Twitter or at this Xbox Life. That's our uh, Twitter account. Uh, Facebook, you can find our Facebook group at this Xbox Life.com forward slash Facebook. It is a closed group, which means you need to ask for um, acceptance into the group. Uh, you do have to answer a really difficult question, right, Mark? Two of them. Super. Difficult, the two of two extremely difficult questions. It's brutal, sarcastically, <laughs> but yeah. uh, uh, you know that helps keeps the spammers out, and it's also a closed group, which basically means nobody except people within the group see the posts. So, um, if you're doing it at work, well, at work you won't get busted by your boss if they're in the group as well. Or no, I'm sorry, you will get busted by them <laughs> if they're in the group, right? But not if they're not in the group. <laughs> Okay, so now on to this week's retail releases. Alright, this week's retail releases. This is for the week of July 10th through the 13th. Uh, there's a couple of things here. Uh, first up on July 10th is Bomber Crew. Uh, this is available on Game Pass, and I've played this on PC. It's actually decent. It really reminds me of like a FTL-style game. Uh, I think it's definitely worth playing, especially if you have Game Pass, uh, because it's free to you while it's in the program. Uh, also, on July 10th, we have Defiance 2050, Hotel Transylvania 3, Monsters Overboard, MXGP Pro, that's a motorcycle game, uh, Shining Resonance Refrain, yeah, whatever that one's about, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, on July 11th, which is Wednesday, we have 20XX. Ghost 1.0, Super Destronaut DX, Warhammer Vermintide 2, and that one is Xbox One X Enhanced and part of Game Pass. Yes. On the 13th. Cool. I play it. Yeah. <laughs> I played on the, the beta 13th, on that. Yeah. yeah, me too. On the 13th, we have Earthfall, which is not in Game Pass. Uh, Gekido, Kintaro's Revenge, Insane Robots, and The Spectrum Retreat. So, what was what? One, two, it looks like two titles in Game Pass, 
And then uh, one of this list was Xbox One X Enhanced. That was the Warhammer, Warhammer game. So a fair amount of games. Yeah. Yeah. So a fair amount of games this week. And then uh, games with gold. We have for Xbox One. Uh, for the month of July, we have Assault Android Cactus. I played that. It looks interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's a top-down twin-stick shooter. Mm-hmm. And then for Xbox 360 and backwards compatibility, we have Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown. So Virtual Fighter games are usually always pretty fun, if you like that kind of stuff at least. So um, that's it for the games with gold. And then, as usual, our announcements at the end of every show. Make sure to make any purchases on Amazon using our affiliate link. We greatly appreciate that. That's a great way to support the show. Uh, You can find those on our Facebook group uh, page up at the top of the list, both UK and US stores. And you can also get to it through our website at this xboxlife.com. Choose the appropriate store on there as well. Uh, If you're an iTunes user, Please find the show on there. Give us a five-star rating or and or review. Uh, the more of those that we get, the more we get boosted in the store. Helps more people find out about the podcast. And then also we are on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, subscribe everywhere. Subscribe often <laughs> on all platforms. And get your friends to subscribe as well. And... Uh, we definitely appreciate it. And as always, thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music that we use in the show. And I believe that's about it. All right. Cool. Gunny, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me over at the, on Facebook, we are at the Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. And we are also in a closed group. And I believe we do ask a one or two simple questions. Uh, I may be wrong on that because... Jesus and Ryan actually do the approving. Uh, but we are a pretty decent-sized community, um, very active. Uh, I do love the Facebook group. That's where we do a lot of, uh, you know, make posts. We do our uh, gaming for Halo. And also, that's where we also broadcast from. Uh, we are generally live on Saturdays. I'm going to say about 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So... Uh, yeah, we haven't been doing the Mixer uh, Twitch thing lately, only for specials like during E3, uh, things like that. But yeah, we've just been staying live. Uh, shout out to Ryan for doing that. Um, it's always nice to have viewers on there. And uh, yeah, horrible game at horrible game at underscore horrible gamers is our Twitter. Um, and I'm pretty active also on my own personal. Twitter account, and that's Gunny Chief. Also, my gamer tag, Gunny Chief, one word. All right. Yep. You got anything else for us, Gunny? Uh, I just want to thank you guys for doing those extra shows. That was uh, that was a surprise, and I uh, just wanted to thank you guys for doing those. Ah, thank Much you. Appreciated. And we hope to get some more spun out here pretty quick. <laughs> so, but Rob's yes. in the middle of his move still, so we might have a slight delay or. You might just no. hear me this week going, hey, here's a it, bonus. It's me. 
You know, I was just a, a quick comment on that. So I was talking with one of my buddies that helped me move. And, you know, I told him I appreciated his help and everything. But I said, as much as it sucks to help people move, that's the easy part. Yeah. All you do is you lend your strength, your back <laughs> and your legs and your arms. You lend those for a day and then you're done. <laughs> the people that you helped move endure weeks of torture <laughs> after Months, that. Sometimes yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. And also, Rob, I think the first thing is as well, find a friend with a truck, right? <laughs> yeah. Like who has a truck? Let me look down the list. Exactly. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't have a bad back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strong. Who's stronger than me? <laughs> well, that's most everybody. <laughs> I have a truck. I'm stronger than you, and I don't have a bad back, but I live way too far away. <laughs> oh, lame excuse. I know you could drive 3,000 miles you know, in five days. So, uh, Not doing that for a long time. So, All right. Well, we thank everybody for uh, joining us, Gunny. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. You are welcome back anytime. Um, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I'm Henry, also known as Oops. I got it in there. Oops. Oops. Say it again. <laughs> I'm Henley, also known as Gunny Chief. All right. Here, we'll try that again.